Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Inyongo Master Podcast. I'm your host Azra, and today I'll be sharing a few secrets with you about life in Japan, specifically how to live here on a budget. This might sound like a familiar episode to you, and fair enough, we have a similar episode of Japan on a budget, but for traveling. Tune in to season 4, episode 16 for that one. Today, we have the Living Edition, a guide to budget your spendings and save a few yens during your time living in Japan. Not too long ago, Tokyo was one of the most expensive cities in the world. Generally, Japan is considered expensive for some. But the truth is that it's not as expensive as you think. Living in Japan on a budget is definitely possible, as long as you know what expenses to cut down. Similar to the other Japan on a budget episode, we'll look at five categories you can save cost on accommodation or rent, transport, food, shopping, and entertainment. If you don't already have your vocab notebooks, go and grab them now. I'll be slipping in some useful new words that you will definitely use when living in Japan. Let's jump straight into the first category of how to live in Japan on a budget accommodation, or rent in this case. Some might think that this is one cost that's inevitable. And while that may be true, there are still aspects of it that you can avoid to save a couple of bucks. The first thing you can do is opting to live in a shared apartment or share house instead of an apartment. We talked about this in detail in Season 5, Episode 5, the three best types of housing in Japan. They're generally cheaper and you can make friends. Win win. If you really prefer your own space, then try to rent apartments that don't require a shikikin, which is a deposit. The usual deposit amount is equivalent to two months' rent, but some can be as much as three months' rent. Even though you're supposed to get your money back, it's still a big sum to fork out in the beginning. Oh, and also try to find apartments without reikin. Which is the key money we all dread. This reikin, literally translated as gratitude money, is like a thank you gift to the landlord. And no, you're not getting this back. This is usually the same amount as the deposit. If and when you find apartments without those two initial fees, or reokin in Japanese, make sure they aren't just reflected in an inflated monthly rent. That's very common. Another way to save on spending on your accommodation is to find apartments that are already furnished. Trust me, you'll be saving a lot of money on furniture, or kagu in Japanese. To save on your monthly yachin, rent, consider finding apartments with a flat rate that includes utilities. I know utility bills, suido konetsuhi in Japanese, can cost a bomb. So if you have them included in your monthly rent, you won't have to worry so much about being surprised every other month. Included utility bills in rent is kind of rare in Japan for apartments, I think, but very common for share houses. Alternatively, you could cut down your utility usage during summer by not using AC and opt for an electric fan instead, as well as during winter by not using the heater. Keep all of these in mind when choosing your living quarters in Japan. Whether it's an apartment or a shared apartment, they all have contracts that are required to abide to. Here's a quick vocab recap Shikikin, deposit. Reikin, key money. Ryokin, fee. Kagu, furniture. Yachin, rent. Suido konetsuhi, utility bills. Our second category is transport. Commuting and generally getting around can add up to quite a bit, especially if you're taking multiple buses or trains, densha in Japanese, by different companies. You might want to invest in a jitensha bicycle if you're planning to stay in Japan for more than half a year. It's a common means of transport for a lot of locals here. But if your workplace or school is not that close to where you're living and taking the train is a necessity, then consider buying a commuter pass. 
This is known as a teikiken. It's used to travel between two stations, which is usually from your home to your workplace or school. The teikiken can save you a bit of yen when you're commuting five days a week. You can even stop at any stations in between the two stops without paying any extra. There's also the kaisuken, which is a multi-use ticket sold at a discounted price. For example, you pay the price of 10 tickets for 11 routes. Those are all ways to save on commute, but if you're travelling in Japan to a different city on a day trip or two, stick to special tickets like day passes, where you only pay one amount for unlimited rides on the bus or train. So if you're planning to travel in Japan using the Shinkansen, then you're probably not going to save a lot. The bullet train is probably one of the most expensive means of transport in Japan. Anyway, let's quickly recap the vocab. Densha, train. Jitensha, bicycle. Teikiken, commuter pass. Kaisuken, special multi-use ticket. Shinkansen, Japanese bullet train. By the way, if you haven't checked out our official website yet, why not give it a browse? At Nihongo Master, we offer efficient Japanese lessons that are quick, easy and fun for Japanese language learners of all levels, from beginners to advanced. Our smart tools will assist you in areas where you need a little bit of a push and congratulate you on the ones you waste. With a community of over 50,000 Japanese students, you're not alone on your learning journey. Make new friends and improve together with our point system, collecting points as you go along. Ask away any questions you have on our group discussion pages. There's sure to be others as well as our Japanese instructors that are quick to answer. You can also take Nihongo Master with you on the go and learn Japanese as you trot the globe. Practical, right? Let's move on to our third category of living in Japan on a budget. And that's food. There's no way you can avoid spending on food, whether or not you're a big eater. It's a necessity after all, just like rent. Whether in Japan or not, the best way to save money on food is by cooking your own meals. Cut down on eating out and bring out your inner chef. Bring a bento, packed lunch, to school or work. You won't get laughed at because that's completely normal. On top of cooking, remember to shop smart. Go to wholesale markets known as gyomuyo super. These are places where restaurant owners go to because everything is generally cheaper. There's a catering supermarket called gyomu super, which is pretty widespread throughout Japan. And they're a safe bet for getting low prices on your groceries. And in any market, when grocery shopping, go for yunyu shokuhin, which means imported products. Yep, imported products are generally cheaper in Japan than koksanin, domestic products. But I understand that some days, some of us really can't be bothered with cooking. In that case, shop late. Normal supermarkets and department stores give a huge discount for leftover foods just before closing time. You can get everything from ready-made foods like bentos to veggies. If you're lucky, you might even find the wakeari shohin section, which are products that, for whatever reason, are discounted. You might think that a 50 yen off here and a 100 yen discount there might not mean much, but these things add up. Now, for a quick vocab recap. Bento, packed lunch, gyomuyo super, wholesale markets, yunyu shokuhin, Imported products. Kokusanin. Domestic products. Wakeari shohin. Discounted products, usually at the end of the day. We're moving on to our next category, shopping. While we did talk about grocery shopping before, the kind of shopping we're talking about now is different. I personally am a shopaholic, 
So I've gained a few tips on my own on how to save when going kaimono shopping. If you don't already know, Japan is full of hyakuenya, 100 yen shops. I am obsessed with them. There are a few names that you have to remember. Daiso, Seria, and Kandu are my go-tos. Anyway, these 100 yen shops sell everything at 100 yen, which is like 1 US dollars. You can get everything from cleaning supplies and home decoration to makeup and stationery. I can't even begin to list down the categories of products they have. And before I go into a full-on fangle mode about Hyakuen shops, there are still stuff that you can't find here, though rarely. That's when you head over to Don Quixote, a discount store that has literally everything, even bikes, which is where I got mine from. For the fashionistas out there, you don't have to hold back on your clothes shopping when you're living in Japan. You can still shop for new clothes while still saving money. Trust me, I've done it. The trick is to shop at Furugiya, which is second-hand clothes shop. There are tons of them in Japan, and they're all of great quality as well. You'll find rare gems in these shops. Whatever you're shopping for, if you have specific shops that you go to all the time, make sure to get a point card, or pointokado in Japanese, if they have one. When you accumulate enough points, you'll be able to redeem them, whether it's in the form of a discount or a free gift. So shop smart, people! Here's a quick vocab recap. Kaimono, shopping. Hyakuenya, 100 yen shop. Furugi, secondhand clothes. Pointokado, point card. Last but not least on our list of categories is entertainment. Oh, the fun stuff. A lot of people might tell you that you've got to cut down on this to save money. I say you can still save while having fun. What's the point of working so hard all week and not pat yourself in the back for a job well done? The thing is, it's very much possible to have fun on a budget. Cheap thrills, they say. And the first thing that pops into mind when talking about Japanese entertainment is... Karaoke. Check out our full list of exciting Japanese entertainment in Season 3 Episode 8 if you haven't, by the way. Other than going to karaoke before peak hours, which not a lot of us have the luxury of doing, there's also the option of free time. This means you pay a flat fee for late-night karaoke till the sun comes up. It does depend on which karaoke you go to, though. If you're not all for singing the night away and more of an arcade person, there's this thing called supocha, and all you can play is sports and arcade facility. You literally can play all you want for a flat rate. And speaking of all you cans, what's a weekend without a couple of beers, right? Drinking in Japan can get expensive. But not if you find a local izakaya, or Japanese-style pub, that offers all you can drink. I've gone to my fair share of nomihodais, and my experience of them is A+. And there's more where all of these came from. So you see, you can have fun while saving a couple of yens in Japan. It's all about looking at the right places for the right deals. Here's a quick vocab recap. Free time. Free time for karaoke. Supocha. All you can play arcades. Izakaya. Japanese style pub. Nomihodai. All you can drink. If what's stopping you from living your best life in Japan is the expensive cost of living, you have nothing to worry about. Japan is definitely doable on a range of budgets. What I've mentioned here are just the highlight of my long list of tips on budget living in Japan. If you're interested to know more, let us know on our social media platforms. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Also, the Nihongo Master blog has articles on topics like these too. 
head over there if you're interested in reading up on them. And if you're keen on picking up some more Japanese for yourself, pop onto our official website, nihongomaster.com, to learn more. While you're at it, why not get yourself a subscription? Get a head start on your Nihongo journey with Nihongo Master. And thank you so much for listening in. Join me in the next one, where I'll be walking you down another avenue of Japan's rich culture. Mata ne! Nee!